Welcome to the Technology Trailblazers podcast, where we explore new ways to unlock business potential with unprecedented technological innovation. Hi there, I'm your host, Derek Little, and this is the podcast for companies of all sizes wanting to digitally transform their business with the latest technology. In this episode, I was honored to speak with Chris Gilpin, CEO of Order Up. His restaurant app provides contact tracing, digital menus, and dine-in order and payment technology. Have you ever experienced the frustration of trying to flag down restaurant waitstaff to order your food? Or what about trying to pay for your bill? Chris says some restaurant operators are using technology to take their customers' dining experience to a whole new level. In this interview, he describes the trends transforming the restaurant industry and how innovative restaurants are overcoming tight margins with the latest technology. Here's what he had to say. We've been seeing a shift towards some of the larger players, um, delivery companies, ordering companies are continuing to increase their hold of the industry um, to the detriment of restaurants, actually. They, they feel beholden that they, they feel like they need to be on these platforms. And that may be true, but the the fees that some of these larger companies charge make the business model really unsustainable in the long run. Um, and so with COVID, I think, you know, certainly short-term impact, a lot of restaurants, depending on your jurisdiction, you know, are either completely shut down or are at a significantly reduced seating capacity. And so that, that obviously has, you know, a major impact to the restaurants. And I think the ones that we're seeing, you know, survive are those that are you know, most you know, fast or willing to adapt and change their business models, shifting a focus to um, delivery or takeout options. I think that that, you know, I think and hope that that's going to be, you know, a short term, like, you know, acute pain during COVID. But I think that's, you know, not going to be a forever thing. I, I do think that restaurants are going to come back. I, I think we actually see evidence, you know, I, I'm not going to take, you know, political stance here or, you know, a health stance, but we see that maybe some people that shouldn't be going to restaurants, you know, are like th- there's en masse going in, in some areas. And I think that's just a testament to people value, you know, not only the food, which is a large component, but they value all of the other aspects of going to a restaurant, the ambiance, dealing with waiters, having an ability to sit down with your friends eye to eye, a change of scenery. And so while I do think that, you know, COVID has been this accelerant to some restaurants that are, you know, transforming some of their operations, increasing their focus on delivery and takeout, I think there's a real opportunity to use this time when they are maybe, you know, less busy in-house due to COVID to really think about how can they also, you know, revitalize their in-dining or on-premise operations so that when they do open their doors back to guests, they can do it in a much more, you know, profitable and sustainable way. So do you think the competition is then going to heat up among the businesses that do survive? I think so. Yeah. And, and there, you know, to your point earlier, we are seeing some changes that I think are, you know, will be sustaining a big trend I'm seeing is in this idea of, you know, ghost kitchens where you have a lot of different brands under one roof and they're focusing primarily on, you know, delivery or takeout options. And so that that's going to be, you know, an ongoing challenge to restaurants is if I'm a diner, and, you know, I'm just thinking about my different options. I open up, you know, Google Maps or an app or something, and I see, you know, 10 to 15 brands under one roof. That becomes very convenient. And so I do think that 
the more traditional brands or traditional restaurants will have to think of ways to kind of break through that noise and differentiate themselves. And, and I think you know, one of the best ways to do that is to focus on the customer experience and really, you know, make sure that, that those experiences of actually going into the restaurant are unforgettable. You know, I equate it when I think about movies, you know, AMC is it, you know, in, the, in the press a lot right now. I think that movie theaters are going to come back as well because people enjoy the community aspect of it, watching a movie together. I think the same thing is true for restaurants, but they're going to have to adapt with the changing times and embrace technology to provide those you know, better customer experiences because diners are expecting that. Now, when you say ghost kitchen, are you talking just fast food restaurants or are you talking about uh, a more of a like I mean, would you see a ghost kitchen with restaurants that have really stepped up and created created a better customer experience? I th- you know I think it's a little bit too early to tell. I could definitely see that happening. Some of the challenges when we step outside of fast food or fast casual is in terms of the you know transportability of food as well as the presentation, um, and we're seeing a lot of interesting investments being made in the kind of delivery technology, the packaging technology to help, you know, we think about pizza or some of these other dishes that don't traditionally travel well. Um, We're seeing some pretty, you know, interesting advancements being made in the packaging technology to, you know, give diners a better experience for some of these types of food. So I I do see that continuing to happen. Um, But I also, you know, I still maintain that a lot of brands, you know, a large portion of the experience isn't just the food. It's the ambiance. It's the opportunity to sit down with your friends as well. So, you know, I, I, it'll be interesting to watch what happens on, you know, within the ghost kitchen delivery side, if we see some of the more kind of upstream brands start to embrace that, I think that will be part of their business. I think that they'll want to be, you know, anti-fragile and, you know, something like this may happen again. So they don't want to be caught off guard. And I think it would behoove them to be prepared for that, but I don't think it's going to be their primary focus. I heard there's another trend called smart food, and this is where restaurants, and I understand Amazon is getting into the food business, is they're really looking at someone's dietary restrictions or what's right for them in terms of their health and really customizing the food for them. Do you see this impacting the restaurant industry? I do. Uh, I don't see this within the next year, uh, probably not within the next two years, but I absolutely see this starting to happen. It's something that we are thinking a lot about. And one analogy that I think about is, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Spotify user. And I think one of the reasons is they do a great job from the discovery aspect. They know my listening habits. They can recommend me songs. Most of them I actually like. And so with restaurants, why don't we do the same? Why don't we start to learn about their eating, their dietary preferences, dietary restrictions, while still opening up this discoverability aspect for new meals? I think that's one thing that restaurants bring to diners the ability to explore and taste new meals that they might not typically, you know, make at home. Um, And with the increase in in wearables as well, I think, you know, I'm very excited for the Apple watch when, you know, the glucose monitor comes out, whether it's this year or next year and seeing the, you know, the impacts of different diets have on, on people's health. I think that restaurants have an amazing opportunity to embrace that technology and use it to come up with these recommended meal pairings, recommended menus on a per diner basis. You were mentioning how far ahead China is. What are the, some of the, the digital changes restaurants are taking now in North America? I think the lowest hanging fruit 
And some of the most impactful changes that I'm seeing restaurants you know, take advantage of today is transforming how their diners are engaging with the restaurant in terms of viewing their menus, submitting orders, paying for their meals, splitting bills, those types of things. And, and I think why we're seeing that is that actually requires very little data today. A restaurant can transform their way they operate, you know, significantly reduce costs, turn you know, tables maybe 10% faster, which adds up a lot to their bottom line with no need for you know, a large data set to do so. That's just a simple transformation in terms of their operations. And it's actually not that big of a change. So that's, you know, that's what I'm seeing happening today. And certainly OrderUp is you know, on the forefront of, of helping restaurants embrace changes like that to drive increased profitability. I think it, it becomes you know, even more exciting when I think one year, two years down the road, where restaurants that do embrace new technologies are now starting to build those data sets around diner behavior. It can be something as simple as diner preferences. How frequently are they coming into my restaurant? What types of meals are they ordering? Can we you know, create a better diner experience by recommending like suggested pairings of food and drink together to create unique combinations or changing store hours based on you know, frequency, improving staff operations based on that. And going back to you know what what you brought up around um, you know bringing in diners' health data, this will be this will be interesting to see what happens because there's a lot of you know sensitive data, but if there's a trusted platform where diners you know are comfortable sharing some of their dietary preferences or restrictions, I think we'll just open up the restaurants to be able to provide you know even more compelling options for those diners, but we'll have to figure out that trust component and how that works. And I don't have a good sense yet of, of exactly how that's going to play out. I imagine some system where the diner is, you know, owns and controls their data and have, you know, granular control over, you know, how they share it and, and who they share it with. Um, but that's, that's still a bit of a gray area for me. Can you tell me a bit about your service order up and how that works? When we were starting order up, I mean, we spoke with a lot of restaurant owners about their biggest pain points. And ultimately, and unsurprisingly, it broke down to just profitability. Restaurants are often a very tight margin business. And so any ways for them to help you know, increase revenues uh, or decrease costs, they were you know, all ears listening to those ideas. And so we took it a step further and really you know, analyzed the operations of you know, inside a restaurant. And we saw a few pain points or a few bottlenecks, and it really centered around the engagements between diners and the server, the wait staff. There were so many opportunities that we identified where a guest was you know, interested in ordering another drink, but just couldn't you know, catch the eye of the waiter, or they were ready to pay their bill and move on with their day, giving the restaurant an opportunity to turn that table and get more guests in faster. But again, the waiter was off servicing, you know, other guests. And so we were thinking, how can we, you know, solve that pain point where we can still, you know, allow the server to bring in that hospitality, that warm welcome service and not take that part away out of the restaurant, but those kind of low value activities of running an order to the kitchen or running a bill to the table how can we help you know automate that and empower guests to order and pay when they want and so that's what we've done at order up is we built a very simple web application as soon as your guests enter your restaurant they have the opportunity to you know load your menu view browse it as they would any other digital menu 
but they now have the option to actually place orders directly to the kitchen multiple times as if it's a traditional dining service. And when your guests are ready, they can pay for the bill. We have nice you know, bill splitting options, things like that. But the important piece is your guests are in control of their experience. When they're ready to pay, they can. And you get notified, your staff get notified. So you can turn that table over. And we're seeing a 10% increase in table turns, which dramatically impacts the top line of these restaurants. And so this is the product that we have out on market today. We're really excited and getting really great feedback from our restaurant partners. Do you have any um, new updates to uh, order up coming out or any other news that you'd want to share? Yeah, so I think our you know our most exciting update is we've gotten a lot of interest in the you know the quick service restaurants, those models where the guests will come in and they'll pay up front for their meal before receiving it. And when we initially built order up, we didn't have that use case in mind. But we're responding to the market. And so within the next two weeks, we will be releasing our quick service functionality, very similar to what we're seeing for full service. But in this case, the guest is required to order and pay, at which point then the restaurant or the kitchen is you know, notified to prepare the order. And we're, you know, it's funny because we're seeing some restaurants actually using us some quick service restaurants using us today in that model, but in a very kind of hacky way. It's not ideal from the customer experience. And so we think we're going to you know, improve the diner experience a lot once we officially announce our quick service support. So that'll be coming um, sometime um, either at the end of February or early March of 2021. We're coming to the end of the episode, Chris. If one of my listeners wants to either use your app or just find out more about Order Up, how would they go about that? One thing I'd love to mention is that our digital menu component is completely free for life for restaurants. And so if they would like to just get started and experiment with that, you know, reduce your printing costs, you can visit orderup.ai, that's O-R-D-E-R-U-P.ai. Um, or if you have any questions, you know, feel free to email me directly. My email is chris, C-H-R-I-S, at orderup.ai, and I'd be looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks for coming on the show, Chris. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Technology Trailblazers podcast. Are you an independent IT consultant or running a small to mid-sized consulting firm? Would you like to share your thoughts on my podcast? Contact me for more information about guest opportunities. My email address is derek at technologytrailblazers.club. That's D-E-R-E-K at technologytrailblazers.club.